used to say 33% materials, 33% people and 33% profit. They're trying to get one over you. They're trying to push risk down on top of you. And with that perspective, that's how so many subcontractors operate. You know, some of it is maybe true. A lot of it is not true. We're talking stereotypes. We're talking the extremes of both sides of the coin. Hey, just quickly, um, you'll notice that we don't do any ads or take any sponsorships and we want to keep it that way. We want you to be able to just come in, get what you want um, and then go. Um, in saying that though, podcasts tend to grow via word of mouth. So if you could just click the three, use your thumb, click the three dots, share it um, to your friends, uh, anyone who's in the construction industry so they can get useful, helpful advice so they can ultimately um, make more money um, and stay in business over the long term. And I will love you till the end. Take it easy. Hey, construction legends. So today we're going to talk about the two perspectives that are in construction down the way and up the way. And I promise you that it's not something you've heard before. And the advice I give you at the end will certainly be different to what you're used to. So listen up. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Kian Brennan. I'm the CEO of a company called Quantum Contract Solutions. The reason we make these videos is because essentially we don't want you to lose money. We don't want you to sign bad contracts. We don't want you to have terrible cash flow. We don't want you to have tight razor thin margins. The average contractors have typically between 5 and 15% margin at the end of the day. My grandfather used to say to me years and years ago, he used to say 33% materials, 33% people and 33% profit. So let's get back to that. Now, speaking of my grandfather, I grew up in a contracting world. I understood the contractor, subcontractor model, you know, winning work, going out there and having that side of it. So the business philosophy from that side is very clear. It is very business orientated in that if you're part of a subcontracting business, you understand cash flow, you understand margin. And there's obviously the construction part of it as well. It's obviously, you know, very important that you do a good job. But the perspective that you have from where you're sitting and the, what I grew up was, oh, the, you know, the client, the principal, the GC main contractor, whoever you want to call them, is constantly trying to rip you off, to not pay you for work that you've done. They're trying to get one over you. They're trying to push risk down on top of you. And with that perspective, that's how so many subcontractors operate. It's so, and to be honest, it, it is quite true in that some of the times that I've, you know, been dealing with our own clients and we've been talking to general contractors or main contractors, the people in those businesses, the way they speak to subcontractors is, you know, if they had a personality, if that organization had a personality, they'd be a narcissist. As in the the way that they speak is just like, excuse me, I, I'm, a, I'm a human here. We're a business here, you know, and, and that's that's the key point is that we are a business here. And so when you're looking at up the way at that perspective, it's about looking at them. And, and yes, they have some sort of corporate organization that has come in at some stage and they have 100 percent made said, hey, push the risk down on some subcontractors. It will be better for you over the long term. And that is definitely true. And so that's why all the contracts that you sign are very, very hostile. That's why you have to negotiate them. That's why that this is the change. That's why it used to all be about relationships, and now it's no longer as much about relationships. They're still very, very important. We use it as a strategy all of the time. However, you need to have your contractual ducks in a row, or you get steamrolled. You can see people getting steamrolled all the time. So the perspective of them is these big, mean, you know, uncaring, unfeeling companies that don't really give a shit. They just want you. They want you to do it for the cheapest amount. They want to treat you like shit as they're doing it, and that's. 
basically. And I see that, like having, like working with subcontractors all around the world, it's always the same. Uh, and sorry, uh, let me correct myself. It's not always the same. Sometimes you got great clients, but the problems are the same. When you get those type of people, it's always that type of narcissistic person on their side who just, you know, wants to treat you like dirt. And then when we switch it, let's put their cap on. And so I personally worked on the client side for most of my career. And that's why I'm able to understand the insides of these companies and, and help companies navigate the insides of these bigger companies. Real quick, and we'll get back to the show. If you don't have time or you don't necessarily have the expertise to review and negotiate your own construction contracts, please go to quantumcontractsolutions.com, book in a call with our team, and we'll show you exactly how we can help you sign better contracts that have way less downside risk and set yourself up to make more profit on that project and ultimately keep you in business over the long term. It's what all the smart construction companies do. So go to quantumcontractsolutions.com. Now let's go back to the but inside those companies, you look down at the subcontractors very differently. You look at them, oh, they're just chancing their arm. They're going to put this claim in for this thing. They're going to put their claim in. They're going to try to get a margin here. They're going to try to do this. And the perspective from the larger companies looking down at the subcontractors is their chancers. So to use an Irish term, they're not their chancers. They're going to try their arm. They're going to try and do this. They're going to try and get a claim in here and they're not going to do it. And, you know, we can see it even in, you know, Twitter and at the live Twitter is probably where I, I hang out the most personally. You can see people saying, oh, the contractors never show up. There's jokes about uh, subcontractors taking bids, uh, take it, like taking projects on and saying that they'll, you know, memes about, oh, yeah, I'll be able to fit you in in, you know, 2024, maybe 2025. And then I'll come one day a week for, you know, all this sort of stuff. And that's that's the perspective of contractors, of, su of subcontractors. Now, roll all of that up. You know, some of it is maybe true. A lot of it is not true. We're talking stereotypes. We're talking the extremes of both sides of the coin. And the thing is, it's not black or white, it is on a continuum. It is how much are you in that way? It, it's not black or white. It's not you are, you aren't. Okay, let's face it. That's that's the way it probably is. But the advice that I've given, and this always seems to work, is if you're a subcontractor and you're talking to your client and they are speaking specifically in, in a way where, you know, they're just battering you over the head. When you actually open up and you and you start saying, hey, we are a business, right? And you just go, hold on a second. I, get, I appreciate that you want to get your thing done. But for example, if we don't get paid for our delivery, right? So that we've ordered all of this steel to be delivered to your site. Now we have this steel in our warehouse. And because you're late, we can't deliver it to you. And now we can't get paid for it. And because of this clause in the contract that we're trying to agree to, what's going to happen is we're going to sit on that whole cost. So it's a huge risk for us when we've got no control over it whatsoever. And it's going to be a massive impact to our cash flow, which really hurts us and it hinders us being able to do the work. And then for some reason, when they hear the word cash flow, their ears prick up and they go, okay, well, I don't want you to have bad cash flow. And now I understand that you're a business. And then when you bridge that gap of showing them that you're an actual business, that makes the difference. That shows them, okay, all right. And then you can come up for a deal and you can try and work it in a way where you're like, I get that you have risk. I'm happy to take some risk, but we need cash flow. We can't be sitting on, you know, a million dollars worth of steel that you've asked us to buy. We've bought it. Now we can't get paid 
for it essentially and then we're just eating up the finance costs and they're like yeah yeah okay I get it let's come up with a deal and that works I promise that works so next time you're in one of these conversations feel free to show them the inner sides of your company so many smaller companies are afraid to say that they're afraid to say hey cash flow or whatever they're afraid to say their business because they don't want to look unprofessional but when you actually say it this way you actually look more professional because you're like ah I'm talking to you about a business how it runs and you know it's fine we understand the risk but look we got cash flow we need to be careful of this cash flow and that's why we're negotiating up front to make sure that this particular issue doesn't happen so you get your material we're able to support you we got all our ducks in a row so hopefully that has been useful and I'll catch you next video take it easy Thank you.